Hey guys, uh, starting the podcast off on a very somber note. Um, unfortunately, I mean tragically, this past week, uh, Chris Cotton passed away, who was you know a co-host of the show for a couple months, and you know I, I wanted him to stay on the show, but he you know moved back to Philadelphia, and you know always uh, brought so much to the show and, and so much to every room that he was in and uh, genuinely funny guy, uh, you know, just a, 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 gen, a genuinely great hang and, you know, I thought he was great on the show and um, yeah, it's tough. It's, it's, it's a really tough loss and, and, you know, I think he had so much more left in the tank as far as, you know, creatively what he could do as a stand-up and it, it was a joy. He was like it, pure love. Yeah. And every time I saw him, he was he was happy to be there, and uh, he made me happy. And that's that's a bummer, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's a big one. We lost we lost uh, we lost uh, a great comic and a really great guy. This week, all prayers go to his uh, wife and, uh, you know, their future child, which, uh, you know. I, I mean, it makes the situation that much more tragic, but also the any outpouring of, of uh, support and uh, love that you could give to their family. There's one way to do it is uh, they have a there's a GoFundMe page now in loving memory of Chris Cotton. I think they're at like f- close to 40,000 of the $50,000 goal. Obviously, I mean, you know. So, you know, give what you can. I understand, you know, things are, things may not be great economically for everybody who's listening, but, um, Chris was, uh, Chris was an awesome dude, man. And I, you know, when I, when I heard about it, I was, uh, I was, uh, shocked and, and, uh, really, really, really sad. Yeah, yeah man. It sucks. It's just bad news all around. Holidays. But, uh, yeah, please donate if you can. Uh, Chris, you know, we'll miss you. We love you, Chris, um, and um, thank you for everything, and uh, we'll miss you. Kissing babies and hugging fat girls. You are a sniveling little suck-up sellout full of suffering succotash, son. And you book a match with me? That's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Total Fool Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total Evan Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world. The St. Germain event. Joining me always, the rapscallion 
of wrestling. Yeah, that's Seth Rollins. <laughs> he should be called the Rapscallion. No, Scotty I, Slaughterhouse. I'll pretend I like him now. Chaplin. What's up, everybody? And our man on the keys, Zach Attack 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 Attack. Hello. Zach. Let's get to the 10 count. Number one. Ting, ting. Was the Angel Garza proposal work? Clearly, it wasn't a work. It look, it was adorable, and, and it was a phenomenal match. By the way, if anyone's talking about, um, you know, future Latino stars, once Ray's gone, who's a, who's an actual baby yeah. face? Like Andrade is a fucking heel. Uh, like, who's I, like a, a white meat baby face? I think Angel Garza may be that guy. Yeah, I think I noticed why. I don't think this is offensive. Why so many uh, lucha? This will definitely lucha, be offensive. Lucha libre wrestlers wear uh, masks, luchador masks, is because they are truly baby faces. They all have like the face of a seven-year-old. Well, is I mean, Angel Garza doesn't have that. He face. has a young man's face. He does not have a, like, holy shit, he's going to wreck somebody I'm face. sure there's, yeah, I'm sure that there's in some way. He has a very sweet I, face. Sure they have very sweet faces. There's probably. That's not offensive, right? I mean, there's probably, <laughs> like, some excerpt in the Turner Diaries. Gentle, or, gentle faces. Or. <laughs> and then the ones that don't are heels, <laughs> and that's fine. But the good guy. <laughs> I could see, I could see. Opinions like that pop up. Like, Rey up. Mysterio is a short man. And we go, All okay, right. I, there's I really, tons of short guys. But have you seen Rey Mysterio's face? I love it like when... He's four and a half years old. That's, but that's just Rey. That's not everybody. Oh, no, that's the other ones. <laughs> that's all Mexicans. All Mexicans have a baby face like Rey Mysterio. No, I said the ones that don't are, he, are the heels. What the fucking... <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. Uh, uh, man, Psychosis was busted. Do you remember that? When they demasked Psychosis? I mean, not everybody's a. I mean, you know, not not everybody's a ten. Yeah, I know, but wrestler baby faces should be. I don't know, man. I think you need to, like, just. I support whatever <laughs> sexuality you no, have, but I think just you just facts. need to discover what's. I'm what's going for on. I'm just saying. And I support it. It's you know. All right. What's? I mean, Jesus Christ. Let's oh, but yes, I do two. think it's real. I thought it was very sweet. And I think that when he wins a title that matters, uh, he should file for divorce. <laughs> he should ask for a divorce <laughs> right after. Which is, by the way, I didn't mention it on the countdown, but Randy Orton is still the greatest it's on the social media. He had, he posted a picture of him and his wife, and you know her boobs look great in that dress. But it was just like him, like looking at the boobs, like he was in Porky's. Yeah, he's and looking I'm at like, them like, this like is like a your cartoon wife. wolf would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is your wife, and you guys are acting like it's, it's like really a Looney sweet. Tunes cartoon. I wonder if it's it is kind of sweet. In yeah, a real they seem way. to be uh, in a weird have way. Been together for a while, and to still let the public know he is. Uh, crazy about her her? Uh, her boobs yeah man six, the, i don't know if he's crazy about her i'll tell you that we was don't know that but he those, loves those, them titties yeah he loves them titties it was you know it was uh 69 degrees in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> all right number two predictions for tlc matches none of these are in any sort of order bray wyatt the champion versus the miz in a non-title match the fiend is the champion let's never forget that well, we, we've been reminded by Sergeant Slaughterhouse. I, th I think Bray Wyatt uh, versus The Miz is going to be Bray Wyatt's first good match in a very long time. Interesting. I do. Why? Because he's not in The Fiend Because he's not being The Fiend, and because, like, without hope, what? And Miz what can work. 
The Miz can work. He can Loki work. He can work. He Loki. I love works. him like actually doing acting on a he, wrestling he, he, show well, last he's week. He's not like he's not act. Well, it, here's the thing about the Miz. He's not the best technician in the world, and he's not going to blow you away. But he tells a, a really good story well, and, in a wrestling match. And this match. is how you modernize wrestling in a way that captivates fans, in my opinion. Is you have people like the Miz teach teach these things. We need to stop teaching promos. We need to start teaching great acting. We, well, yeah. What if we get like actor studio guys in there instead of like old vets who were never very good at it anyway? Yeah. And, and we teach them nuance and stuff yeah, like Ricky's, the the Miz had. Ricky Steamboat nuance, isn't known dude. for his range. Yeah, no, exactly, um, exactly. Well, what do you have a prediction for it? Uh, I mean, I mean, come on, Wyatt obviously wins, right? Unless, ooh, get That's this. Thing, I like I this. Actually... The Miz wins, right? Uh, the Miz wins, and the Fiend kills Bray Wyatt. Wait, what? For losing to him. Just like he's killed every other so little it, thing. So somebody else dresses the fiend comes in and kills Oh, no, no that's like a backstage segment on Raw that we love. Or he just like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm you sorry. You just want to get rid of the And fiend. then like he spazzes out. <laughs> he starts like grabbing his face like Jim Carrey used to do, you know, <laughs> as like a goof. And then like he does that. And then and then he's like, you know, he drops to the ground. The lights go out flashing. Ree, ree, ree. You know, the crowd loves it because they, they're so, yeah, dumb. Yeah, but wouldn't that right? mean that then, <laughs> the crowd so, but, it all up. But then the... Them, but if the fiend kills Bray Wyatt, then we're stuck with the fiend forever. Yeah, Dan, I thought everybody loved the fucking fiend. <laughs> What's the problem? Here's the thing, and we were talking about this earlier. You're like, no, it's it. Bray Wyatt is fun. Firefly Funhouse is fun, but the fiend sucks. Well, the fiend is the Firefly Funhouse. That is it. That's the end of the Firefly Funhouse. Is the fiend? You don't watch 45 minutes of a movie and go, oh, this is great, and then the last hour is bad, and you go, oh, it's still a great I'll movie. Give you an it's a bad that. movie. A the Gosling fiend makes it a bad like movie. Three parts in it, and the first part's incredible. The place beyond Beyond the Pines. Yeah, the that first, first part might be my favorite movie of all time. Of all time. I've never mentioned Place Beyond the Pines as one of my favorite movies uh, because that last part is ass. It is ass. Yeah, and the it fiend is ass. Is ass. Here's Therefore, my prediction, Bray and we got to keep moving. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, here, here's my prediction. Um, we're gonna see the resurgence. Miz is gonna um, win from like some sort of schmaz finish when Daniel Bryan comes back, or or Ooh. or um, Miz will be Miz will be disqualified because Daniel Bryan comes back and yeah, but Daniel Bryan been, the whole thing is we're or, wondering where he or is. Or Daniel Bryan comes back and then turns on the Miz, and I'd be so mad. You'd be mad about that, right? If you rejoin the Wyatt family. I mean, but it's not. But it not is anymore. It's not, not after this uh, week. No, we can't do that. I don't know what I think. Wyatt do. has to it's win. It's gonna be nice to see him with short hair again. Wyatt has to win, unless um, the Fiend kills Wyatt for losing. Dead serious. Okay, I don't think that's gonna happen. But women's tag team <laughs> championship and Zach step in whatever. Uh, I, I think uh, I think the Miz will squash Bray Wyatt. <laughs> You're not. Do helping. you really? I well, okay. how funny would that? Now be? think about this though. Of course, I'm not serious. But oh, okay. what if they? What if they made Bray Wyatt just like the worst wrestler? The ever? worst. He's that a actually bitch. isn't He's a scared. bad idea. He needs the fiend. Exactly. That's he needs not the a fiend. bad idea. The Miz is kicking. It's his absolutely ass. not going to happen. Yeah. But what if that was? Which, the by He's the way, like Pennywise at the end, you know, exactly. where he like shrivels. He's the champion now. But like in in by next year, I promise you, Bray Wyatt will be in the beginning of a Royal Rumble, and the Fiend will be at the end of a Royal Rumble, and you'll all still be fucking idiots for loving it. <laughs> well, I don't know why I'd be know so why. aggressive I with know. that. 
Uh, the women's tag team championships: the Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. God's God's sakes, Kabuki Warriors should win this thing. If you want to do anything with Asuka and Kari afterwards, and Becky and Charlotte don't need to hold the titles right now. I mean, they're on the same show, but I don't understand how that would elevate them. I don't understand how that would. Fu- we still have a match that we haven't seen where Becky got beat. She got tapped out by Asuka at yeah. last year's Royal Rumble. Yeah, Kabuki and they Warriors haven't paid that please. off yet. I think this has the possibility and probability of being the best match of the night. But you remember Hell in a Cell, Becky versus Sasha was incredible. There's a ton of great workers in it. This match is going to be unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and Kabuki Warriors need to win because my complaint uh, from the last two weeks have been that Charlotte and Becky were doing a little too well facing them. I mean, they lost, but... It's kind of funny that they're like upset that they're losing handicap matches. <laughs> the fu- you're supposed to lose a handicap match. You're not supposed to be as strong as two people. Uh, and so I thought that was interesting, but that's why they need to beat both of them. Because if they lose, what what are we saying? I think they're going to end up beating them, and uh, and it it's probably going to end up being Asuka beating Becky. Beating Becky again. Exactly. Oh, that would be lovely. Which that would be great, like, long-term storytelling. I mean, it's uh, just... On ac- it's accidental, but it's It's just great. when you give Undertaker and Kane the tag titles, you're like... like if they gave Sherwin and Becky the tag titles, there's no fun in that. I always hated that. It would be like the Big Show and Jericho or whatever. I understand you want to have them have a place in the card, but it was, it was yeah, such it's a just waste. who beats these people. Um, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin... In a tables, ladders, and chairs match, um, this is supposed to main event. It's a little confusing, right? I have a question because you, of the because you, of the severity of the match, and because of like how. What do, you, what do you think about Baron Corbin right now? I think he sucks. So, but, but do you think the fact that you think he sucks means that he's actually good? No, and I understand what you're saying because yes. he's a heel. I've never seen a memorable Baron Corbin match. I've never seen him actually do a heelish thing that was memorable. Right. Okay. I mean, there's, there's so you're zero pretty, connectivity you, so you at just all thought to that, what that he does. The dog food thing was ridiculous this week. Nah, I mean, look, a lot of people shit on the dog food thing, and I get it. Here, here's why they're shitting on it. That is like a classic heel wrestling thing to do, is to completely embarrass and shame somebody. Yeah. Well, guess what? Plus, like Raw, Vince loves in goop. order to embarrass and shame someone, a guy is fucking the other guy's wife. <laughs> and on SmackDown, you're making a man eat dog food. Which, by the way, at this point, we all kind of eat dog food. And so it's like we're just watching a thing. This comes like, out we all Scott know, supporting eating no, dog food. No, we're just all aware that dog food is healthy. Like, we, like we've heard the stories where it's like, did you know the meat Dude, and dog food is actually better for you than the meat and Taco Bell? of dog food thinking it was pepperoni combos once when i was Stop. drunk i Stop. swear to god oh no one <laughs> time i awful. went to mike racine's apartment and he put his hand <laughs> in a dog food bag and he threw one in his mouth and he was like you know i tried one of these the- no no he goes, yeah he goes you know i tried one of these the other day to see if it was safe for the dog he thinks his dog is like a king i guess he has to like try out his shit someone's trying to poison his dog he ate it and went and they're actually pretty good and so now he just eats dog Somebody food. Somebody like gives Scott like a comedy chips. job. <laughs> he was eating like they were cheese Please, balls. Guys, we're going to start a Patreon or some sort of Venmo thing next in January. We're talking with Zach about it. We're going to start like some sort of Venmo thing. Just give Scott some money. He's eating dog food, for Christ's sake. We're not making any money. I'm losing money every week on this fucking podcast. We're not canceling yeah, it, but baby. just Jesus Christ. 
We're eating dog food. But but the match is confusing because you go a TLC match. Well, I want to see like Carnage. I want to see cool moves. And these are two guys that I've never well, really Roman seen Reigns that can, from. Can do it. No, he can. Roman right Reigns can have a very partner. fun match. But on a ladder. No, it's. That's what I'm saying. It's a little weird. It's just an odd uh, pairing for such like a uh, a match where you're expecting some amazing things to happen. That's all. SmackDown Tag Team Championship New Day versus the Revival. I really don't care. I don't. But that's. I mean, Uh, I I don't even know whose fault that is at this point. It's a match. We like both teams. There's just an emptiness in in it it feels like a weird empty and I I think the New Day will win because of the revival are leaving, but who knows? Maybe that could be. Do you think the revival are leaving for for sure? Uh I mean I thought Anderson and Gallows were leaving for sure, and then when you give that kind of money and you start thinking about your family, you never know. They uh they just posted something um before they were oh, uh someone wrote to one of the SCU members, like, when are you fighting the revival? And then he wrote hopefully soon or something like that and then scott dawson put like an emoji with like water coming out of his mouth or you know like all yeah they could also be negotiating like what randy orton did and remember they're friends i mean they're shoot friends with randy orton backstage yeah yeah so they could just be like copying randy's advice learning from the best (laughs) i mean he kind of randy orton has that kevin nash thing where it's like no i'm gonna get my money oh oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah (laughs) you know like he's like, I know I'm not gonna be making Cena, Taker, and Lesnar money, but I'm gonna be like getting my money. Yes. So it's nice to see Rusev versus Bobby Lashley in a tables match. This is it. Is the, do you think this is the send off? I hope. I think this is match so. of the night. Match of the night. Are you fucking sure. kidding me, Zach? No. Are you just <laughs> fucking with me? You piece of shit. I love that it's in a tables match. By the way. That's yeah, great. I mean those guys. I think this is how it ends. That was set up literally this past Monday because he put him through a table. This is how it ends. Yeah, the match is happening, right? <laughs> Lana comes out. It's Lana. Lana. I call her Lana. You know, it's you got to disrespect hard these word, women just dude. slightly enough for them to love you. It's not even That's a not hard true. word. So That's okay, not Lana, true. You're Lana, a good boyfriend. Okay, li- oh listen, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is what I think is going to happen. I think. However they go through the table, it's going to be sexual. Like, and I don't mean Bobby Lashley and Rusev like every other week. I mean, like, there's going to be some weird humping on the table with Lana. And then either Rusev's going to like, like, so Rusev, okay, so Rusev's beat up. He's, and then Lashley's like cheering. They start making out on the table. <laughs> Rusev gets up and mm-hmm. jumps on top of them. Lana I and, mean, Bob, and Bobby Lashley. That's not a bad finish, but they the don't table. hit women anymore. I actually think that this has to end with Lana going through a table. Yeah, right? It's it both of them going through the table. Because if anyone's going to put her through the yes. table, it's Rusev. It's them. Well, it's going to be Lashley. That's what Lashley. I mean. It's them as a relationship going through the table. I think Rusev loses million percent. through a two table because I think Vince McMahon is still pissed off that he got to have sex with Lana for that many years. I, I will say about this. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. I have no idea whether or not they're together or broken up. Here's what I think. You know how they were like, no, Rusev So they it. did get me, like, as a, like, they got my, you know, they think, duped me. I, I have no we, idea. I think we are experiencing a very, um, a very sad man. Because cuckolding, when you, it it's coming off like Rusev wants to be cuckolded at this point, right? There's guys who love that shit. Exactly. But the reason they love it is because they, uh. Zach. They been, <laughs> <laughs> because they've been beaten down. They've been beaten down and, and, and. They feel worthless, and so they take the worthlessness and they uh, 
they try to turn it into a thing that they love, right? And they go on worthless, yeah. and then and that's what cuckolding is. And so Rusev has been beaten by WWE creative to the point where he's like, please just fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> it's a complete Life. psychological fuckery. Life. Uh, and lastly, uh, that's Alistair. A, that's a small card. That's Al- a that's a that's a tight. Finely tuned a, card. Hey, look, I gotta say, it's a good card. I'm looking forward now, to watching. Now they will on add Sunday. five more matches <laughs> just before that. Well, that's not it. There's there's one match for sure, which is Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. I love it. I love it. I it's love kind it. Of a Alistair Black I don't will see win. Of them lose. I know, but Alistair Black will win, and then yes. Bailey versus a face Lazy Lacey Evans. Nobody gives a shit for the title, which no one gives a shit about. Then I heard some weird rumor it was gonna be Braun and Nakamura, which is interesting. But I'm like, you could wait for that. Um, yeah, that's the plan because uh, Braun got hurt, so they couldn't build it. This is what I read yeah. somewhere. Okay. But Braun got hurt, but I, th- I'm pretty sure that's still the plan because I don't think he's that hurt. I mean, so how does? And then I'd love to see Braun with the IC title. Him. It would probably do better for him than Nakamura at this point. Yeah, I mean Nakamura's already a legend. You know, he's not a legend in WWE, but he's a legend in wrestling. I mean, Which brings Japan. up to number three, our New Japan corner. Ting, ting. Wrestle Kingdom card has been announced, and boy, is it a fucking doozy. Ah, woo. I can't wait. Let's talk about night one first. We're going to run through. Um, they are. Now, now, this is someone who's a casual New Japan wrestling fan uh, and not like a fanatic like you, but it is it is bizarre to me that it seems like they're some of the posters I've seen they're like really just centering it on uh, Justin Thunderwiger's retirement because I just feel like he's been retiring for years. Well, that's I mean, that's yeah, but that's again, I I, I think that's like a big way to sell it for a lot of um, non-Japanese fans. Oh, no, that's true. People, wrestling fans Come at on. least know Liger. There's, there's enough people. I mean, they should be selling Jericho uh, and Moxley. Uh, well, they should be they selling will... Jericho and Tanahashi. Yeah. Yeah, well, but what I yeah. mean is that them as individuals being there to to maybe there's to some an American sort of, audience. Maybe there's some sort of clause in the AEW contract where they can't. Oh, but can't. Uh-huh. Uh, let's let's just let's just uh, read this off. Yeah, uh, Liger, Fujinami, the Great Suzuki, and Tiger Mask versus Sano Atoni. Uh, Come on, say it, man! It's like Lana. <laughs> and Taguchi. I, I don't. I have no idea. I can't answer this. I mean, I would just say Weiger, right? Taguchi. Um, Los Ig. Los Ignobles. Sorry. Sonata Vers- Evo Shingo. Suzuki Gun. Uh, Tagachi and Bushi uh, versus Suzuki Gun, which is uh, Zack Saber Jr., Minoru Suzuki, Tai Chi, and El Desperado. Feels like Suzuki Gun will win, right? Uh, that's tough. It's like. I have to go back and look at the second night. A, a lot of like the first the night tag man also says undercarriages don't mount, matter in New Japan. And okay, Chaos versus Bullet Club. Yeah, this is again. It's Ishii, which it's like, damn. I wish I got to see him in a singles uh, night. Yeah, I think singles Bullet Club may night. win. Have Kenta go over? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kenta's winning. Uh, all right, Club now we're starting to get into the real card of night one. There we go. IWGP night one. This is just night one. Tag Team Championship. Gorillas of Destiny versus Finjuice. I think Finn Juice is going to take it. Finley and Juice Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I don't quite know. I really don't, I don't quite under. It, it's the heavyweight tag. I mean, tag team wrestling in New Japan yeah. wrestling. It's kind of a a, a bummer. Um, and the talents are great. Like that 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 Maybe junior heavyweight. Because we we do have um we do have Juice on the next night. 
Uh, do we? Mm-hmm. Who's Juice facing the next night? He's facing the winner of the Moxley Archer match. Is this true? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. If that's true, wow, that's amazing. Okay. If it's true, I mean, I think. That's what uh, yeah, The thing is, both if, belts? if you have Finn Juice win, it creates more doubt about the outcome of him versus Moxley. Well, no, no, no. And it also, Finn Juice needs to lose because Juice needs to go in as an underdog. He, he's going to go in with already holding a title. It kind of. Um, well, so will, Mo- so will Moxley. Well, well, yeah. So will Moxley Archer, which brings us to our next match: Lance Archer versus John Moxley, a Texas Death Match for the IWGP United States Championship. The winner of that match on the second night will go up against Juice Robinson for the IWGP United States Championship match. Most likely, that's going to be John Moxley. You think Moxley's winning? I, I think Moxley wins. Okay, if this is what's happening, Moxley wins the first night. Night two, Juice beats him. That's why, yeah, yeah. Moxley has to win yeah. so that I'm, Juice I'm can asking, get his win yes. back. I'm asking in that tag match, do you put Finn Juice over just to like, you know? No, because then they have titles, and you you need Juice to go in with nothing. Okay. To beat Moxley, uh, who now has the United States title. He needs to win a title. He needs to lose. He needs to, yeah, he needs to lose uh, uh, the tag title and then win the U.S. And that's favorite. a beautiful story. That's amazing. It is. This is everybody's... Uh, this is everybody's favorite wrestler on the internet, at least. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay versus Hiromo Takahashi. Yeah, he's back, baby. Um, you think Osprey puts him over, or you think Osprey will win? I mean, it's his return match. You want him to win, and if he doesn't win, he better come so... I mean, this is gonna people are going to cry during this match. This is going to be a people crying match. Yeah. This is going to be, if he wins, people are going to cry. If he loses, Will Ospreay's going to pick him up. They're going to hug each other. You're it's a win-win win for anybody watching. the only watching. way Scott can cry is through wrestling. Is through so. Japanese wrestling, by the way. No, you cried at uh, AEW's Double or Nothing. Oh, don't. What are you talking about? I want... What are you talking about? My, my older brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I cried. That was amazing, though. That was amazing. I got teary-eyed, too. Yeah, man. Uh, wow. IWGP Intercontinental Championship. We don't have to even do predictions for this because it's still a couple weeks away, but Jay White versus uh, Naito. Naito. Naito has to beat Jay White. Naito has to win. IWGP Heavyweight Championship, uh, Okada versus Ibushi. That's and where it I gets weird. And I think Ibushi's going to win. Here's why I say Ibushi might not win. Because... You give Abushi the title the first night. Whoever wins the title the first night is losing it to Naito the second night. I think Naito yeah. is leaving with both titles, right? Yeah. You have Abushi win for the first time to only hold it for less than 24 hours. That's fucking wild. It really steps on a moment. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it just steps on Abushi's moment. It becomes like a Kane situation. I've noticed a pattern in New Japan. I've been watching New, New Japan for almost five years now. Yeah. And I notice in the G1 and not the G1s. Well, yeah, including the G1s. The G1s into the Wrestle Kingdoms. They build up this one guy. And when I started watching, it was Okada, who Mm -hmm. was coming in, doing all the most amazing things. And then he comes to Wrestle Kingdom, and he loses. Yeah. And then the next year, he comes in, and he loses. And then the third year, he came in, and he he finally won. So I think that's the Kota Ibushi story. He'll, He'll go in, he'll lose to Okada, 
and then next year he'll win the G1 again or something, and then it's, he'll go to Wrestle Kingdom again. Their their attention to like mm. long-term storytelling is so impressive. I don't know how they do it. Meanwhile, on this fucking coast, we're rushing everything because of like TV ratings. We have like four different, t- three different title matches next week on both NXT and it's gonna be a great card AEW next week. just because we need ratings. And in New Japan, they're gently massaging my, uh, my right, emotions. And this you know? is the, making you're, me love. You're describing a new room massage wrestling. right now. I know. That's what it feels like. Watching um, New Japan wrestling feels like a Japanese massage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> All right. Second night. Uh, Liger and Sano is going against Takahashi and Ryu Lee. I think Liger loses this one. He loses on his back. I mean, yeah. So it's it's put somebody it's, over on his way out. It's weird. I don't know why he's not ending his career in a singles match against someone like Ryu Maybe Lee, who, who is Dragon Dude, Lee. I, I was thinking about that with the Undertaker. Like, I was like, Undertaker should just be in tag matches from now on because that Undertaker, Roman Reigns, Shane, yeah. Drew was pretty was good. Yeah, it was a blast. Uh, I don't know, but you just you want to see someone's last match be a singles match. You want to see them give it their all. You don't want to see them tag right. somebody when they get tired. Um, yeah, you want to see like an epic moment, and it's it's weird uh, for that to be his final thing. I don't quite get it. How old is he? Um, I'm looking it up who, right now. I don't know. He's probably like what, two thousand. Dude, that's so you like. We found out you like believe like kayfabe and demons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How old is just Liger? Here is he born. In he he debuted before I was born. He was not born in nineteen ten. When was he born? Does it say where he was born? Uh, he was born nineteen sixty four. Nineteen sixty four. Oh, okay. So he's like fit in his. He's like yeah, he's like fifty something. Yeah. Yeah, he's fifty. He's a mid late mid to late fifties. Yeah. All right. I'm glad. Fifty five would be the math. Fifty five. Yeah, we're not doing that math. Yeah, you yeah. know the rub our fucking faces in. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Uh, Ishimori and El Fantasma versus Rapam. Go, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great, dude. I dude, think Fantasma is probably gonna win. The, the difference between the junior tag team and the heavyweight tag team is night. It should only be a junior tag team. And then like, dude, Tama Tonga and, and Tangaloa are not like big guys. They're not like giant dudes. It should just be tag team champions. New Japan needs to cut like four of their titles. Wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> British heavyweight championship. <laughs> Zack Saber Jr. versus Sonata. I like Sonata a lot. I like him. I like his style a little bit more than Zack Sabre Jr. His fashion Jr. style? I like his fashion style. But uh, I think Zack Sabre Jr. is... Zack Sabre Jr. is... is going to win. One of the best on the mic. It's just... It goes unnoticed because, you know, not enough people are watching what he's on. But, man, he is funnier than ever. Really? Yeah, he's so I've good. got to check it out. So good. Uh, okay, so winner of Archer and Moxley versus Juice Robinson. I think that's going to be Moxley. Juice wins, man. Beautiful, Juice wins. rocky, rocky story. Yes. I never saw rocky. Zack? <laughs> yeah. It's never open weight championship. Kenta versus Hiroki Goto. 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 I think Goto is going to win, right? Dude, yeah, back? but Kenta has been on a roll too. Like Kenta's yeah, like but if actually Kenta funny. The first night, and then the second night, he gets his comeuppance. That's the. Wait, who's the guy that came? Is he, he's coming back from injury, this guy, right? Or no? Goto? No. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I know. No, never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah, the, the never open weight title is one of those titles where it gets passed around. It's, it's really doesn't cares. matter. The matches are just hard hitting. I mean, like, like we just have to worry about Kenta's head 
for yes. the most part during this match because these guys fucking kill each other. They kill each other. Loser of Okada Bushi versus Luder, loser of White and Naito. That's so stupid. Well, here's why it's not stupid. That. You have a number one contender immediately. All right. Tanahashi versus Chris Jericho. Tanahashi, obviously. Tanahashi has to be Chris Okada Jericho. versus uh, the right? championship. Wait, versus how does he not? Is does Tanahashi have to be Jericho, the AEW champion? Yeah, because New Japan fucking hates AEW. I don't think and that's And they true. kind of should. Like, New Japan <laughs> really, like, gave those guys everything. Just, like, handed them the belts, that's like, not last true, year. That's true, man. Well, okay, maybe they, ma- they, they made, made it so Kenny they Kenny Omega, to, right? but they did not make the Young Bucks, for sure. Oh, I mean, you know, that, that was, bullet, like... They put him in the Bullet Club? All those, yeah, that bullet but he, club was, he was hot. They were hot shit and, you know, not as hot shit, look, look, but they I'm, were hot shit. When they were at Ring of Honor, you know? But what I'm saying is, I don't know. They just gave him a boost, I think. I think uh, they, they helped everybody out. They gave him time. And you think that, guys, that Naito is walking out with a title at the end of the night? Yeah, it's, titles. it's the end of his story. That that pattern that I was saying before, it's, new that's one. the end of his story. All right. Well, we got through that. Jesus. That was a lot of... There was a lot of talking. <laughs> and that's why it's two nights. About a lot of a lot of cards. Oh, number four, Sami Zayn calls a fan a homophobe. Did you see that video? Yes. I mean It's it, it it's amazing how uh like the times have changed. Yeah, because Sam Punk you a couple that? years ago yeah. he started calling somebody the F word. Like in the front audience, no, and then no, had to apologize well, called, to the LGBTQ he community. Called him the H word. This is crazy. This is a bunch of letters. But yeah, and and we loved it. Everybody loved it. Everybody shared it. And <laughs> they go look him at an H word. The H word. Yeah. What's the oh homosexual? Rhymes with slow mo. <laughs> oh, that's a so it's like homosexual is a proper term. Yeah, um, but when you shorten it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's changed a lot, but it's kind of weird. Like if a heel is them being like, you should, you should uh, oh, not if a heel's be homophobic. Doing that? Then are are we supposed to be like, oh no, Vince says that being homophobic is a good idea. Oh, that's because so funny. He, he's having his heel call somebody out. I do love the idea of being furious that he broke K Fab by um K Fab. K Fab, whatever. I don't know words. K Fab. By um by fucking like being pro, you know, gay rights and stuff. But yeah, I liked I liked the uh I liked the video clip. Uh it was badass. Sami Zayn's a badass. What's going on that he's not wrestling? I, I have. Well, not... I think they see him as because I remember hearing this on Pritchard's podcast. They kind of see him as like a Bobby Heenan type now, but he can wrestle better than anybody in that faction. He's better than like. Yeah, it's it's very like bizarre. Top five in ring workers the company has. It's very bizarre. Uh, speaking of top five in ring workers, Eric Rowan. Hell uh, went up against a jobber. I will say, I think this is the best jobber match I've since seen since Braun versus James Ellsworth. Well, let's be clear, okay? Because um, that opening was creative. Yes. So, Eric Rowan was not awesome. The jobber was. The jobber was awesome. The jobber, how cool to grab that thing and bring it as far away from the ring as you can and then run back to the ring. It was super funny and smart. I love that they did it. Um, and then he like choke choke slams are like the worst. They're just he the worst does move. a face slam, and it's like face. yeah, but he holds it, the guy's face. Cool, yeah. Which is actually it's very you would bizarre. rather be picked up by the face than the neck. Yeah. Um, I guess they just want something, but to, it looks cool. Well, it's that whole Von Eric claw thing. People yeah, want yeah. that shit. Um, I yeah, just actually, to, I just want to recognize a good jobber when I see him. Yeah. Oh, that jobber. I mean, but. 
It's not like the jobber did that on his own. Well, I know, but he still pulled it off. Yeah, he That's pulled like it off. The Undertaker he, he, he did well. Isn't the Undertaker? No, he did a good job. How funny if he did trip when running up the ramp and the cloth came off of it and nothing was inside of it. <laughs> and then Michael Cole goes, "What does it mean? It means something." And then next week, Eric Rowan's wearing glasses, and he's like, "You can only see it when you wear these glasses." Is when you can see what I see. We, we didn't put this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I love, like, the, the way they have to change, like, adapt to fuckery, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, it's crazy. Number six. Who needs to be protected the most in their booking from any show? And the reason I brought this up is I understand that the triple threat match on NXT between Adam Cole and Tommaso... And Keith Lee was great. And I understand how Keith Lee was beat. It wasn't like he was squashed or anything like that. It was a terrific ending to a match. But I think Keith Lee may be one of those special guys that needs to be protected. And that he's not the one who should have taken that L. It should have been Ciampa. Well, I think clearly, I don't even know why I'm saying this. They think Ciampa needs to be protected. So you just have to go like, well, why do they think that? Well, because he never lost the title. You know? um, Yeah. He is like true and blue NXT. And you also don't necessarily know what Vince's plans are. Like he might have googly eyes for Keith Lee. And that well, might mean that might mean get him to a show that I'm more hands on with. That might mean that. We don't know. So if it means like, yeah, sure, he could it's a, it was like a complicated, you know, like a a lot happening pin where like yeah. Keith Lee didn't look like shit. For that happening? No, he, I don't think he looked like shit. I'm not saying he looked like shit. I'm just saying that... And look, and 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 uh, to play devil's advocate to my own point, like, if they just gave him a push to the moon and didn't have those losses, would he run into the John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins problem? Would fans uh, eventually would get sick him. of him? Do you have to kind of beat a guy a little bit first if you want him to get over? Yeah. I don't know what the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is WWE won't harp on it. They're not going to really no. acknowledge who took the pin, and we're just going to watch next week, and so long as Keith Lee fucking throws a guy across the ring, we're going to be fine, and we're going to remember that he's a, he's a badass. What do you think, Zach? You're definitely on to something with the uh, the fact that they don't want him to be Roman Reigns or John Cena. Right. You, you make him unstoppable just because he had that one really good moment. Now he's yeah. all of a sudden unstoppable. Mm-hmm. It's probably smarter for them to beat Keith Lee immediately after that, just so everyone remembers that he's he's and working. Also, we can still work, and way they're out. kind of yeah, working us by right, saying the right. booking is fucking him over, and like, and then we think we're part of Keith Lee's journey. Yeah. Uh, number seven. What is Brandy Rhodes's character? And I want to expound this upon not just Brandy Rhodes, but now there are three evil factions in AEW. There's the Dark Order. It's like they're there's barely Brandy evil. Rhodes, they're and there's uh, the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny, who looked a lot better in ring than they did they're coming great. up through the ring. I knew they were going to be great. Um, but what is going on? People were theorizing that Dustin was the guy Brandy was cutting the hair of. She's, I know, the wife of Cody Rhodes, and now so now she's playing this character. It just feels like a very American horror story, Ryan Murphy kind of character, and I don't understand well, what the yeah, fuck so is happening. She was shaving, she shaved some guy's head last night. He went to turn around. 
She said not yet. So there is a man whose head she shaved that she's not it's revealing totally yet. Totally Blanchard. That is a part of this <laughs> faction. People thought it was Dustin Rhodes because of the ears. <laughs> um, and it's like an older looking Uncle Fester type shaped man. Which should just be a really weird... Like imagine if Cody then gets embroiled into that hole. I mean, look, we are in a situation with AEW that... They have to stop with the this debut matters thing because unless it's legitimately a WWE guy, no one on the planet gives a fuck. Now, if you have a guy show up and he does something cool and he's awesome, cool. Do not hype it. Do not be like, oh, don't make it a big moment. It's just like a guy runs out and fucks somebody up. Unless yeah. he's like a uh, legitimate like visual force. Yeah. Don't make this like, can you believe it? Yeah. Uh, Dave's here. It's all like, yeah, yeah. It's all fucking no, random I, and people. I, and I'll use an example. I think I, I don't know if I talked about this in conversation or talked about it on the podcast last week, but like when Great Kali came in and beat up the Undertaker, it looked terrible because Kali couldn't work. But he was such a crazy looking yes. dude yeah. that you're like, this is huge. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck this is. Um, but I'll say this, and yeah, the Brandy Rhodes thing, you go, where is this going? Also, I think we are being a little nice uh, in the sense that if this I mean, was Brandy WWE... became a great man, and she was, a gr- she was fucking... She was a great announcer. Uh, she was a great manager. Um, and she's kind of like proven a lot of the doubters wrong. And this is the first thing I will say that I've... I'm like, where is this going? I, I did like the idea of them... You know, ask uh, uh, Awesome Kong, um, you know, cutting off people's hair for. But I'm like, I need something more tangible to relate to. Yeah, this, I mean, whatever this world is or whatever this character is. And, and this is what will eventually happen. And, and one of the reasons I do love AEW is I think the story lines and the storytelling are so like classically simple with like super intricate things going on God, within it. it. Stop slobbing over fucking. I, no, Japan's I love it. I just all the time. I, what did I said? New Japan. I was talking about AEW. Did you say AEW or New Japan? I don't know. I was talking about, talking about AEW. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about oh. AEW. Yeah. I think it's just. I was just thinking about no, how No, 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 no. That, but that's how New Japan Bushi is to was. me. No, no. <laughs> I was just like, had a fantasy of me blowing So, a with a thing like this Brandy Rhodes thing, is eventually, at some point, Cody Rhodes has to intervene and go, What are you doing, sweetheart? And that'll be a storyline, which is fun. Him, like, fighting this thing and trying to get his wife to snap out of it. Here's the thing, though. She's been doing this for a month. He don't give a fuck. So like, when he yeah, his wife went evil. when he brings it up, yeah, when he brings it up in four months, she's gonna be like, really, <laughs> she's, really? She's desperately trying to like get yeah. attention to their marriage. Yeah, you didn't see the warning signs. You didn't see the warning. I started hanging out with awesome. He Kong intervened like and so cutting late. Bitches hair off. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's gonna be cool though. That is hilarious. Um, who do you think was more excited this week? The people who were inducted in the Hall of Fame or the people who got released by WWE? (laughs) 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 Nobody's happier than Luke Harper. Nobody on planet Earth, I I would think. I'm I'm bummed out we got to wait a little while. I, I, I really was, you know... I'm sure I want to see like situations where Batista and NWO were happy to be. They're, I mean, man, I don't even think the NWO gives a shit. The NWO but. thing is like bullshit. <laughs> Fucking Waltman, and I love Sean Waltman. No, Waltman's NWO. He was like a guy that was. I like know he rich. is, but he was like the sixth member. Like Big Show was before him. Are they including Waltman in yeah! that in that group? It makes it's no Wal- fucking sense. Waltman they skipped Logan. like three guys. Well, uh, CM Punk. The one thing funny thing he did say on FS1, which will betray like. Uh, number 10 but uh is he did say like i want to see all of the nwo inducted like yeah. get 30 guys up there yeah needs to be everybody 
Should be able to get LWO. the Wolfpack. Fuck it. Everybody. LWO. Um, and uh, we, we lost Luke Harper this week as far as uh, Sin Cara is no longer wrestling in the Ascension. Yeah. Which I think, and how nice is it? Like, this is something they've wanted forever. It happens. It didn't change the show. Maybe not the Ascension. It didn't I change shit. The These people should get right. their releases. Yeah, the Ascension was a weird thing where they also got released and nobody mentioned it. That's got to be a bummer. Where no one's even looking forward to what you may do. Yeah, Sin Cara has apparently got a belt and is in another territory, I think, the guy who plays him. I'm not sure. Really? I mentioned... Something to that effect. I, somebody mentioned something to that effect. So he's already kind of got like a home base he can go to. Okay. I liked and, how when everyone got released, they they put their wrestler name and then their real name, except for Sinkara. It was just Sinkara was released. Yeah. Oh, and wow. then um, that's amazing. And I think Luke is gonna have a really nice run. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a nice. Uh, once he's able to do what he wants to do, I think he's gonna. Uh... I think he's gonna shine, man. I, I I hope he goes to AEW. One second, my dog is going nuts, guys. Keep talking. I uh I'd love to see him in New Japan, obviously, because you'd want to see anybody wrestle certain guys in that style. But yeah, he should. This should have been a situation where a guy leaves and then he gets to show up that Wednesday on the competition show. You know, it should be in the sense that it would be entertaining for us. Yeah, but that oh, shit. that was back when you know. There were there were no rules to all this stuff. Yes. So yes, now, yes, yes. now that there are contracts, can't do it anymore. So it's too bad. See any of these guys until it, you know March, like right before WrestleMania. So yeah. Uh, and at that point, you know, I, I don't think that's going to take the uh, bloom off the rose for Luke Harper. Though I think people are just going to be excited to see that guy back. Yeah, I wonder how he's going to dress. What do you think his outfit's going to look like? I, I gonna... thought he dressed the same when he was on the Independence. Yeah, I yeah, thought that was his like Yeah, he used to dress like that. Uh, yeah. uh, Brody Lee. Bruzy, yeah. uh, Bruiser Brody, throwback. Yeah. Shh, Mushy. My dog's well, going to AEW needs a big guy. He's fucking awesome. He looks cool. Now, the thing is, he looks like part of a weird cult. Like, that's what he visually looks like. And there's Luke a lot Harper. of that shit going on in AEW already. And so I Dude, wonder if he, what's going to set Put him, him in fucking the charge of the Dark Order. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we got to wait too long. Yeah, we got to wait too long, and we got like four months. My prediction, the Dark Order is going to be fun. Uh, there's, you know what, that guy, that guy, the spokesperson they have, was like the evangelical guy. He is kind of fun. I don't yeah, know who that yeah. is. Um, number nine, Tito Ortiz took down Alberto Del Rio or Alberto Del Patron. I forget what he goes by as a... I think the other fake name is Alberto El Patron. El Patron. But I thought he, I thought he fought under his real name. Did he not? Uh, I don't know who he. Fought, I don't know what he fought under. But he got into a shoot MMA fight with Tito Ortiz for a UFC belt that Tito doesn't have, and a WWE Championship he, belt that Tito <laughs> beat Alberto. Alberto doesn't have in the first round. He choked him out, which is you know better than. That's actually the most like humane way I think that this could have ended. I love how that's how we're handling it. Like how to kill <laughs> your dog. Uh, yeah, that was the most humane way to like, end it. Like, quick, ima- imagine, dude, imagine if he was just Tito was just striking with that guy. Just clobbering this I guy. I mean, and, and then there's also, I guess, that 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 fear of, you know, you know, like when you're in a situation, you got a puncher's chance. So maybe Del Rio yep. like somehow like pulls off a, it, it a miracle. It felt too much like like childhood bullying and then the fact that he literally also was a took huge his toy Trump from supporter. him afterwards 
<laughs> he took he the literally belt, he posed with it, and then he had his kid pose with it. Yeah, he took That's his the toy. the funniest thing. And then said, this thing you love so much needs to go to the people who actually deserve it and gave it to a child. <laughs> he gave it to his kid. <laughs> Sad all around. Yeah, Alberto Del Rio, man. I don't know. I was never into Alberto, and like people, I, I, I liked him when he first showed people up. People were really loving him. Never into it. Never into. It. I don't know why. I, I I liked him a lot when he first showed up, um, and then I grew uh, kind of weary of the gimmick after a while. I think he just probably needs to do something either in AAA, just solely with AAA. Although I, I know not he had great. some problems with AAA too, right, Zach? I. Don't think he has anywhere else to go. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think, I think he's, he's kind had of problems like, everywhere at this point. Yeah, maybe you should just do something else. But uh, you know, I'm not the man to make that decision. Number ten, the CM Punk's life. return. We can official like the reason I put this on the countdown is because we were just talking about how bad it was. But like the diagnosis now is official. Like the autopsy report has come in, and the ratings were not good. No. When CM Punk was on FS1. Yes. The ratings dropped. Yes. So that's it. They bungled the CM Punk return. Well, when it comes to FS1, he shows up on SmackDown and Raw. It's a different story. I guess, that. but... It is. Nobody... I mean, hardcore wrestling fans, like children who love SmackDown, who watch it every week, who are like petrified when Roman Reigns is getting dog food poured on him... Uh, are not yeah. tuning into FS1. It like literally, it doesn't matter to almost anybody. I really think this is a show that oh, I'm still awake for some reason, so you turn <laughs> it on. You know, oh, I accidentally saw this, and so you. Yeah, leave well, this I mean, I just thing. think that he. I mean, just as a commentator, he can do a little better. Like, dude, if you want that Blackhawks job or whatever the fuck you really want out of this, like, be a little bit more dynamic. It, it's clear he just doesn't care about wrestling anymore. <laughs> No, like, I mean, and, and Seth Rollins, and he's was got right. like enough insight into it that I, I'll say this, uh, and I say this in all seriousness, that John Morrison on the bump was better than CM Punk on FS1. Yeah, I got I to see because John Morrison, I mean, he told a backstage fight story with JBL. Nice. He like he talked about uh, he gave Seth Rollins actually like here's the thing is he's like not like like John Morrison isn't great on the mic, you know. But he has still, like, he gave, like, some astute observations. And he basically just called Seth Rollins, uh, like, it was in the it was the number one th- thing. Because, like, he complimented Seth Rollins, and then they brought up a Seth Rollins, like, old podcast interview where he basically said John Morrison was the shits. He's not, he's not as good as me. And then, you know, I got to say, John Morrison broke Seth Rollins down better than almost anybody is. He goes, he's a Build-A-Bear wrestler. And they're like, what do you mean? He goes, he just takes elements from champions and just kind of puts them together, yeah. but none of he them He started really doing work. like the punk knee strikes and shit. It, it, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he takes an element of that guy. That, I'm like, that was a really good I, I mean, the WWE I, the Network if you want to chase it out. That's what I meant to say. If you want to check it out. But he was, uh, you know, when it was, he told a great JBL story. Um, and, him and, and it was actually kind of nice to see him and Miz talk. Because it's like... I know this sounds corny as fuck, but after you know the Colton Colton Sam Punk thing, like seeing like two guys who like genuinely like each other. Yeah, you thought you thought a friendship w- oh, didn't you're, exist. You're like, you start oh, questioning like a friendship. real friendship because well, you know like uh, Ziggler was on like at the Miz at the not Ziggler shit. John Morrison Ziggler's probably there too. John Morrison was at the Miz's wedding and like 
or the Miz was at John Morrison's wedding. I forget what it was. And they were like genuinely happy to see each other. And the Miz was like, Miz was like, everybody hated me when I came. John was my only friend. Yeah, that's sweet. It was sweet. It was a nice, sweet way to end a show. Yeah. A nice, sweet, sweet way to end our show as we approach the holiday season. Um, This is coming out uh, either late tonight or tomorrow. I'm going to be at the uh, Philadelphia Punchline for both the 8 and 10 o'clock shows and the Egremont Inn in Massachusetts. Uh, So check that out. Uh, There's tickets that are on my website. I also want to remind everybody to donate to uh in loving memory of chris cotton we talked about it on the top of the show but i want to talk about it again he's got a gofundme page in loving memory of chris cotton about forty thousand to fifty thousand dollar goal has been reached uh i donated earlier uh, you know i know that you know you know to- i don't know holidays are rough and just money is rough in general but you know if you find your heart just throw some throw some crash cash towards uh chris's Chris Chris's way is a hell of a hell of a comic and hell of a guy. Scott, um, oh, I gotta I gotta plug something after yeah. that. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I feel bad uh, about. Plugging. I'm also starting a GoFund. I mean, yeah, what do you yeah, want yeah, me to? Yeah. Scott, um, if you could just drop off cans of actual food <laughs> and not dog food at Scott's house, Zach, you good? Um, I feel like a dick because I because. We, you know, I promoted the uh, GoFundMe page at the beginning of the show, and then I promoted my dates, and I was like, "Oh shit, I should promote this thing again." <laughs> so I promoted me being in Philadelphia on a show before a friend of mine. You know, yeah. like I'm a dick, but yeah, don't don't worry. You know, don't worry about the show. Just give money to fucking Chris. That's it. Yes, <laughs> that's all you should be doing. All right, thank you guys. We'll see you next week. See you. And oh, this is a, a big announcement for the podcast. We will be having the Total F and Marks Awards. This is what the next couple of weeks of programming are going to look like, just to let you guys know. Next week, we're going to have a normal episode with a 10 count. On Christmas, as we promised, you are getting two episodes. So that's five episodes this month. The two episodes are going to be the Total F and Mark Awards. I already have 50 categories for this year. I'm sure me, Scott, and Zach are going to argue about it. It's going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun. I'm going to be gone the next week, but filling in for me will be Mike Lawrence and Scott Chaplin. So check that out. We've got, we got, a, we got, a, we got a bunch of fun shows coming your way. And uh, rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Thanks so much. 